Welcome to this episode of the podcast, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. I'm Kate. And I'm Janine. And this is a podcast about exposing someone to the very worst and sometimes best, but mostly worst pop culture of the 2000s. And we're watching a movie this week. (laughs) Actually, Kate, I've decided that I'm done talking about bad movies, at least for today. Hey, this is great. We survived Y2K. I can't wait for the pop culture headed my way. It's the very worst. I'm just saying Paris Hilton deserves better. Also the best. Shrek won an Oscar. Pop culture of the 2000s. It's guess what you're gonna hate. I was like, that's Kate. So the podcast is is over. Goodbye, everybody. It's been a hell of a run. Sorry, mom. I won't miss any of you. Sorry, mom. (laughs) Except for Kate's mom. She's not even gonna miss me. She's just gonna miss my mom because my mom is much nicer to her than I am. Has my mom ever roasted you on Twitter? Probably not. No, she hasn't. Kim, get on that. There's always time. Mom, you have time. There's always time. Mom, (laughs) Mom, we're not actually ending the podcast. Don't call me about this. Yeah. So I watched a movie uh, last week, week before last. I don't know. They were at the theater around here. They had some special showing of Children of Men. And it was a fantastic film. I was like openly crying for easily 20 to 30 minutes of it. It was so good and so moving. That sounds awful. But it was, I mean, yeah, it's not great to cry during a movie, but I was so invested in this film. And I saw what year it was, 2006, which is a year that I've just trashed on this podcast. I'm pretty sure we had a whole episode. You have said that 2006 was the worst year for movies. Yes. And now having seen this, I feel like I owe 2006 an apology. Well, feel free, but I'm not apologizing to 2006. You don't have any movies from 2006 you really like? I mean, sure, but, like, I'm still not apologizing to 2006. <laughs> so I thought, you know, it doesn't make for a good podcast episode to actually, like, go and talk about the plot, like, you know. Um, yeah, we tried to talk about adaptation, and that episode sucked. Yeah, I mean, like, it was it was a very good movie, but it just, good movie, good content does not make a good podcast episode. Like, the reason why the episode where we tried to watch that good Thai horror movie was good was because I accidentally watched the bad American version <laughs> of it. Yeah, so what I thought we could do, or at least since you refused to apologize, what I could at least do was maybe, like, okay, I'm going to apologize to 2006 because I very explicitly said it was the worst year in cinematic history, but... It can still be the worst year in cinematic history, but have, like, Children of Men in it. Yeah, like, little nuggets of goodness. And Children of Men was really good. And I know you said you hadn't seen it. No, I have not. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe I could just... um, Back in 2006, I was not in the business of watching good movies. Yeah. Yeah. I was in the business of watching the Sofia Coppola version of Marie Antoinette. Ouch. Which is, like, not a good movie, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely something we have to watch for this, because I haven't seen it, and it it's fantastic, looks visually very nice. Yeah. It's visually beautiful, thematically, eh? <laughs> it's whatever. Yeah, the thing is, like, Children of Men, like, hit all the highlights. Like, the plot is good, the acting is great. Like, it just really had me invested in all of it. So what happens, basically, is that um, in the future everybody has become infertile and it's not really uh clear as to like whether it's male infertility female infertility it's just that like people no babies are being yeah no babies are being born and it's like 2027 so really not that far now it's kind of strange like oh we've only six years in the future but um 
Eight. 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 Yeah. Years. Why did I? Fuck. I am like an idiot. I'm so bad at math. You didn't go to fucking school for math. No, I didn't. I tested into college algebra, passed it with a C, and <laughs> never took another math class again. All the math classes I took, I got a D, even though they, my advisors were like, "Hey, could you do better?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> No, I cannot. I think you should You should watch this movie though because it's got Michael Caine in it and he plays like a hippie. Ah uh, yes. Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, Michael Caine. <laughs> Michael Caine. So Michael Caine. Born so Michael Caine. Yeah, sorry. I fucking hate myself. Go fucking kill me, I swear to God. This is why we uh, can't talk about good movies. <laughs> no, because then I'm just like, oh Michael Caine. It's just, just like if you say it in a stupid enough voice, it just sounds like you're saying like whose cocaine it is. It's mine. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I fucking hate myself. Okay. And I thought that yeah, it was so... worthwhile talking about because we just had the Oscars, which like we're not going to talk about what won Best Picture at the Oscars because it didn't deserve it. Ooh. But um, this movie was the favorite was literally on the ballot. Yeah, the favorite was really really good, and this one was nominated oh for God. several awards, but it didn't win, um, including Best Cinematography, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Film Editing, but. Um, I don't know what did win that year. And honestly, I don't really care because it was 2006. Sorry, 2006. I'm still going to dunk on you. Kate, Kate loves me and she still insults me. So the best part about being friends with someone like close friends is just mercilessly dunking on them on Twitter. (laughs) Like my friend Trisha, who I love posts everything she reads on Goodreads, which tweets to her Twitter account. So every time she's reading an anime book like Naruto, I get to see it and dunk on her because of it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, you're in volume three of Naruto? Fucking nerd. Bram, 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 bram. You just got dunked on. You're my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Like the only interaction I have with her recently is just me dunking on her on Twitter. But I'm like, oh, you're so great. Fuck you. Anyway. (laughs) But yeah, 2006, you had some shiners. Yeah. You had, but you also just. You also had some stinkers, but like. Like the, like the, uh, the, uh, like I'm pretty sure snakes on a train. Sorry. Snakes on a plane. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Snakes on a Plane came out in 2006. Oh my fucking god. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure Silent Hill came out in 2006. I just saw that The Black Dahlia, one of the worst movies I've ever been forced to watch this podcast, was nominated for Best Cinematography in the same Oscars that Children of Men was nominated for Best Editing and whatever. So I've officially decided that the Oscars are trash because anybody who would nominate that film for anything is an idiot. So... The the Wicker Man by Nicolas Cage came out. Oh in my god! Okay, we gotta stop. Why are you trying to apologize to this year? <laughs> We've gotta focus on the beaming light that is Children of Men. So what happens is like there's infertility, it causes human crises, and it follows this group of people who are trying to protect the first woman in like a decade to become pregnant, and it's so good. And I was just so invested in it because there's also like all this you know civil turmoil and like war and people are trying to use this woman for as like a political pawn and it's just so captivating. It was such a good movie and the acting was fantastic. And, um, so it was just one of those things that just made me be like, you know, I got to reevaluate 2006. Are you sure there's not a movie from 2006 you want to talk about? I mean, Final Destination 3 came out in 2006, <laughs> but, uh, okay, give me a, give me a second to do a quick little bit of research. Uh, okay, nope, that movie sucks. Nope. Nope. Uh, nah. 
I mean, the fall does slap, but I don't want to talk about oh, it. Oh, but the uh, fall's so good. I watched that movie so many times. I think Lee Pace is very handsome. Oh, yes, he's so handsome. And that movie, it's like, um, basically, I guess it's a, a young girl listening to the stories of a um, stunt actor um, who's injured in the hospital. And he's telling her stories while also trying to get her to um, grab him morphine. Grab him morphine. Yeah, and it's just so good. It's visually because it, it's just a stunning. Yeah. It's like I said, it slaps. It's a great movie. <laughs> it slaps. <laughs> it slaps. It's super good. Oh, you know what movie I really love what? Uh, that came out in two thousand six? Stranger Than Fiction, starring Will Ferrell. I've heard of that movie. It's uh, what's it about? So he's a man who lives his time very punctually. He works as like an IRS auditor. And one day he just starts hearing a woman's voice narrating his actions and he thinks he's going insane. And the oh, and also the voice is telling him that he's going to die. Like, but like not to him. It's not like talk. It's not just like talking to him like you're going to die. It's like narrating his life. Basically, like Harold Crick was an extraordinary man and he was going to die by the end of the day. Like, that's not a that's not a quote like a quote. It's just like me basically just like saying what kind of it feels like. And he starts freaking the fuck out and he finds out that he's hearing the voice of an author, like an author in his world, who's uh, basically the main characters of her books always die at the end. Mm. And, he, and it's Emma Thompson, and she's delightful. And he falls in love with Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's great. It's a so great movie. thing that I should watch. Well, great... I mean, obviously not for this, because good movies don't make good podcasts. Yeah, but... we can't watch Stranger Than Fiction for this podcast, because that is how you get a boring episode of this podcast. But no, it's a good movie. Okay. All right, cool. What other movies? Here's the thing, though. Every movie that I like that came out in 2006, with the exception of those two movies, uh, are bad. <laughs> what about Pan's Labyrinth? I thought Pan's Labyrinth was a really good movie. I don't think I've seen that all the way through, because I think when I when I tried to watch it, I think I watched it right after it came out, and I was a little too young, and it scared me. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of scary, but uh, I watched it, I think... Yeah, when it came out, but um, for art class. Oh. So it was kind of like a little bit nicer because you have other people there with you. That's, so. surprising. That's surprising that they would let you watch that movie in art class. Isn't there like, there's a lot of violence and sex in that movie, isn't yeah, there? Yeah, I also had a very... Um, lax. Yeah, a very lax art prof- uh, teacher who just really wanted us to be invested in like... Uh, you know, like what it means to push the concepts of art, and like this one in particular, that was a really bad sentence I just wrote. I just said, "God, what is my? Can you just insult me so we can move past this?" Do better. Um, the Devil Wears Prada is pretty good too. Oh, The Devil Wears Prada is great. Actually, I think I think there's probably like a good line as to when a movie is actually good and still would make good content for this podcast. I think Devil Wears Prada is one because it's funny. Idiocracy is another one, I think. Yeah. So, uh, but the Pan's Labyrinth had, like, a contest where it was, like, encouraging kids to, like, make monsters and send them in. Like, an art contest. So, I think that's why we watched it. None of us submitted anything, I don't think. Probably didn't make it in time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, Pan's Labyrinth was very good. And I know this is not a traditional movie episode, because we're not just dissecting one movie, but I've got a... I mean, like, you guys know by There's this There's a point. thorough through, at yeah. least. Yeah. Like, these are popular movies. You've probably already seen them. And if you hadn't, it wouldn't have made a good episode to talk about how good they are. Because we've done that before, and it sucks. So. I think both of those, like, pretty good uh, magician movies came out in 2006. The Prestige and The Illusionist. 
And everyone said The Illusionist was bad. And I'm like, no, it was just bad compared to The Prestige. <laughs> so The Illusionist, I can't watch that without thinking about one time we had a sleepover at my house. And everybody came over and was like, everybody brought a movie to, to watch, right? And this one guy insisted that we watched his movie, which was The Illusionist. And I don't remember the movie at all. I think I was just like, you know, I don't even know if I was actually playing it. I think I was like playing pool in the other room or whatever. But he was so insistent we watched his movie first. And it's a long movie, too. And then um, once his movie was over, he left. (laughs) Like, And this was not like a big party. It was like literally like six of us. So this guy held us captive to watch his super long movie and then just left. He was like, cool. I needed a DVD player. Yeah, it's like, I just wanted to watch my favorite movie, The Illusionist. Goodbye. My dad threw mine into the river because I wouldn't stop watching The Illusionist. Wait, really? (laughs) No. (laughs) That's what he would say. Oh. (laughs) That's that man. That's that man who made you watch The Illusionist. I am so That I was clearly doing a bit. (laughs) I was clearly doing a bit. Also, I'm sorry. I love Marie Antoinette. (laughs) Okay, so is it, it's not, like, accurate, right? Like, of course not. She wears Converse. <laughs> okay, okay. So, like, what's appealing about it for you? I don't know. It's beautiful. Kristen Dunn's is having a good time. Jason Schwartzman's in it. So I should watch it? Yes. Probably for this <laughs> podcast, because it's not very good. Okay, I refuse to watch it until you make me watch it. It won an Academy Award for Best Costume Design and no other awards. So that's like what you should know about it. (laughs) I mean, it won other awards, but not important ones. Like, what the fuck is a... (sighs) Whatever. Did it have a Razzie? I don't think it had a Razzie. I'm looking at accolades. Like, it had, like, a 2006 Las Vegas Film Critics Society Award. And once again, it was for Best Costume Design. All the stuff it won was for, like, best costume designer, makeup, and hair. So, like, it didn't, did not sweep the, the nation the way that, I don't know. I just like Sofia Coppola, even though her mo- movies are trash. <laughs> you watched The Bling Ring? We talked about the case, basically, of The Bling Ring. That movie sucked. Was that in 2006? No, that was, like, 2013. But, like, would I watch it again? Yes. <laughs> Is it good? No. I feel like there's not many movies that are actually good that I would watch a lot. Like, I mean, I'll watch Maximum Overdrive any day because it's awful and it's hilarious because it's about trucks that, like, become sentient and then try to kill everybody. Like, that's fantastic. Like, Stephen King was high on cocaine and it was great. And, but the thing is, like, The Fall, stunning movie. Beautiful. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. Would I watch it over and over again? Absolutely not. No, but am I going to pull up Maximum Overdrive every time, like, you know, I'm having friends over and we're drinking and talking about bad movies? Absolutely. Is my dad going to watch Secondhand Lions every time he finds it on TV, no matter where he, <laughs> starts, no matter where he starts it from? Yes, he is. There could be 17 minutes left in Secondhand Lions and my dad's like, might as well. <laughs> It's like to yeah. the point where I'm like, I've seen the end of, I've seen the like the ending scenes of that movie so many times. I've seen the beginning of that movie like so few times. I'm glad that you agree with me because like you like you know I'm in this film preservation program. My classmates all love and appreciate film. And the other day I was like, uh, we were talking about movies, and someone goes like, Oh yeah, I love that movie. It's such a great movie to re, but it's not great for rewatching. 
And I said, oh, but like, aren't all movies kind of like that? And they're like, no, what are you talking about? Of course there are movies that are worth watching again and again. And I was just like, I couldn't think of a single good movie that I would want to watch Clueless. over and over again. Clueless. Oh, okay, you got me there. That oh. is a good movie and it's fun. It's super fun to watch. You know, it's like, um, but yeah, no, like most movies that are good, I don't want to watch again. Like, you know what? I had a fun, no, it's not fun. I had a wonderful experience watching Blue Valentine because of how good of a movie it is. I'm never fucking watching that movie ever again. <laughs> is it, it maybe because we worry that it's not going to be as good the second no, time? No, it's because it hurts. Sometimes <laughs> movies hurt. Yeah, that's true. It's like sometimes movies are exhausting. Like Children of Men was an emotionally exhausting movie. I was like, I felt like I'd just like run around the block at least like when I was leaving the theater and I was a little sad. But then this guy was playing country music in the cafe next door and we became friends and he dedicated a song to me. So like that was fine. But the next time I watch Children of Men, that's not going to happen to me probably so yeah i'm trying to think of like sad movies that i watch repeatedly and like the closest thing is a fucking sofia coppola movie <laughs> is it the virgin suicides it is and i've I, actually never seen that i like that movie a lot it's a 99 movie so we can't yeah. watch it for this and honestly i think it's one of her best movies even though it's her first one but like i used to watch it a lot and then i was like wait why am i so sad all the time <laughs> so i stopped doing that yeah, so I think we've just decided, like, good movies don't make good podcast episodes, and they don't make good rewatch material. Unless they're clueless. Yeah, unless they're clueless. Or Mean Girls, I guess. Uh, mean Girls is a good movie, I guess. It's a good movie, and it's easy to rewatch. It's easy to have it That's, on. Yeah, it is Basically what I'm saying are good chick flicks. <laughs> yeah, good chick flicks are okay to rewatch, and that's about it. That's it. Yeah, because, like, a, a really good dramatic movie, it's, like, it's beautiful, you can appreciate it, you can probably, like, watch a highlights of it, like, oh, remember that one scene that was so nice, but I'm not gonna remember keep when, watching like, it. Remember, like, when, like, Movie Phone or whatever would just post, like, nine clips of a movie onto YouTube? Yeah. Just the highlights, yeah. I know that because I've explicitly watched just those clips before when there was a movie I didn't want to rewatch for this podcast, but I wanted to talk about it. <laughs> Sweet November. So... <laughs> The best part about the Sweet November episode was that I was not on it. The best part of the Sweet November episode was remembering that there was an entire scene where Keanu Reeves talked about sexy hot dogs. <sighs> Such an iconic film role. Such <laughs> an iconic career. Honestly, honestly is. Yeah. Anyway. So movies are good, and most movies are bad, but we don't really want to talk about the good ones. <laughs> yeah, and I... <sighs> I think that for 2006, I mean, I lost a little respect for it just remembering that Black Dahlia was actually nominated for something, and it's just a truly horrible movie, so like, okay, 2006, you're on thin ice, but I watched one of your good movies, and it was like, I don't think I've ever felt that emotionally invested in a film before. Really? Yeah, I don't think I've ever, like, what, you've openly never seen the, saw... You've never seen The Brave Little Toaster? <laughs> The Brave Little Toaster, like, haunted me as that's a an, child. That's, like, another movie I don't want to watch ever again. <laughs> no, I'm no, like, I it's, ever I'm like, Brave again. Little Toaster is great. I'm good. I'm really good. The only other film I think that, can, that left that much of an emotional impact on me when watching it was probably Hachi, which I watched in college, and I had, like, an existential crisis Isn't that, like, the Richard Gere dog movie? 
Yeah, it's like the one where the dog keeps waiting for his dead owner at the, the train Richard station. The Richard Gere dog day. movie? You had an emotional response to the Richard Gere dog movie? <laughs> I Okay, not because the movie We're was good. We're watching Hachi for this podcast now. If you, you know make that. me watch Hachi, I will leave. <laughs> you, you're going to have to find a out, soundboard ha- of me. Hachi came out in 2009. I... No, I won't watch that again. It scarred me. I was Young so... Ronnie reveals to his classmates that his personal hero is a dog named Hachi. Read by his fellow pupils, Ronnie goes on to tell the remarkable we story of his grandfather's friendship with the dog. With his, it's a, it's a Richard Gere dog movie. Okay, like the movie, I don't really remember much about it. It wasn't good, probably, but the fact this it's dog, based on like a this, real story. Yes, I know this goddamn dog was so in love with his master that he waited for him after he was dead at the train station every day. Hey, like, the guy who's na- the guy who directed it is named Lassie. <sighs> we're gonna watch this movie. No, we're not. Hachi, a dog's tale, the Richard Gere dog movie. You brought this on yourself. Wait, have have you seen it? No. Oh, no, 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 we're going to have to watch it. No. You can find us on Twitter at Hate Podcasts or on our website, hatepodcast.com. You can hear Janine's struggle in the background, or you can find us on Facebook, uh, Guess What You're Gonna Hate, or on in our Facebook group, Guess What You're Gonna Hate. You can join if you want to, but there's only like seven people in there. No, we can't watch that dog movie. Join us in a couple weeks when we watch Hachi, a dog's tale. Is it <laughs> Maybe really my mom will be there. <laughs> it's yeah, it's called Hachi, a dog's tale, but tale's spelled like a story, not like the thing on the dog. <sighs> That's bad. It's from 2009, so it fits the parameters of the podcast. It's a Richard Your Dog movie. <sighs> Who else is in this movie? Um, bunch of nobodies. Bunch of nobodies. And a dog. And a dog. Wait, Three if we're going to watch a dog movie from the 2000s, we've got to watch Marley and Me. Nah, we've both already seen it. That's true. Besides, you're going to really st- struggle with this one, so. <laughs> oh, what's that? I'm suddenly booked for all of March. <laughs> oh no, I don't have to make a podcast. <laughs> But See you in April when we're going to watch Hachi a Dog's Tale. Oh, wow. Looks like I have guests all throughout 2019. You won't have any time to be on this podcast anymore. Darn. I love doing work. <laughs> but the dog is so sad. See you in 2020 when we watch Hachi a Dog's Tale. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, for a crime, tie your friend down and make him watch Hachi's a Dog Tale. But 2006, I'm sorry. I'm not. And I'm also not sorry. I've never been sorry. Not once in my life. And I'm not watching Hachi. Goodbye. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs>